Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. I'm Mike Marillo. And Donald Trump is not the only Republican candidate for president anymore. Nikki Haley, who used to work in the Trump administration, has made her announcement with a long video. We'll talk with the Hill newspaper about how that might go. Challenging her old boss. The Dow down 157 at 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago as investigators tried to determine the motive for last night's deadly shooting on the Michigan State University campus. Police have released the identities of the three students who have died. More from CBS's Roxana Saberi. Among the dead in Michigan, junior Ariel Anderson, who wanted to be a pediatrician, sophomore Brian Frazier, president of his fraternity, and junior Alexandria Verner, a talented athlete whose positivity changed lives her smile was 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 massive her heart was huge her kindness and and um, compassion were second to none five students have been critically injured police say the suspect turned the gun on himself when he was later confronted by police demands for answers after the recent downing of three unidentified objects over alaska canada and lake huron a white house spokesperson says there's strong consideration that the objects are benign the latest from cbs's nancy cordes what are these things who sent them here and what are they doing here gop senators argued today that the public deserves more answers from the commander-in-chief my phone's ringing off the wall and we got a president of the United States and not saying anything. We asked White House officials if the president has any plans to make public comments about these objects, and all they would say is that he continues to be briefed and takes the situation very seriously. California Senator Dianne Feinstein, the oldest member of Congress, has decided against running for re-election next year. CBS's Scott McFarland says Feinstein will turn 90 in June. Dianne Feinstein has been a U.S. Senator for more than 30 years, the first woman to chair the Senate Judiciary Committee and the Senate Intelligence Committee, and she was a former mayor of San Francisco. Next year is the final year of her term, and she says it will be the final year for her in the U.S. Senate. Several. California Democrats are scrambling to run to succeed her, including House member Adam Schiff. President Biden will visit Poland next week to meet with regional leaders on Russia's invasion of Ukraine. CBS's Steve Dorsey in Washington talks with one of Poland's top diplomats in the U.S. on the West's help for Ukraine. Several NATO countries are preparing to deliver tanks to Ukraine that could arrive there in just weeks as Ukrainian troops train on them in Poland. But so far, Poland has stopped short of sending Ukraine the F-16 fighter jets it wants to fight back against Russia. Polish Consul General Adrian Kubicki worries it could intensify the war or will open a new chapter escalate the conflict the person who won the largest u.s lottery jackpot in history last november wants to stay out of the spotlight california state lottery director alva johnson says the winner of over two billion dollars wrote that he was shocked and ecstatic the name of the person who is the only player to match all six numbers of the historic powerball drawing last november is edwin castro and this is CBS News. It's 8.03 here on WTOP on Tuesday night, February 14th. Upper Marlboro now at 47 and heading down to the low 40s.
Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. A missing woman was found dead along the ICC last month. Now her boyfriend is under arrest and charged with her murder. Montgomery County Police say Rockville resident Francisco Ramon Lara Garcia killed 20-year-old Kaylin Yolabeth Chavez Dominguez. She was found dead at the end of January, almost a month after she was reported missing. Lara Garcia was living with her at the time. He was found by U.S. Marshals in Missouri, is now charged with first-degree murder. He's waiting to be sent back here to Maryland. Hundreds in D.C. said goodbye to a local hero today. The crowd gathered at Congressional Cemetery in Southeast to pay their respects to a metro mechanic who died trying to save lives. Robert Cunningham was a 64-year-old metro mechanic who tried to wrestle the gun away from an active shooter earlier this month at the Potomac Avenue metro station, leading to Cunningham being shot and killed. Many people who came here to the cemetery were asking themselves, I wonder if I'd have had the courage to do the same thing. Hundreds were here, friends, family members, and just people who live in this neighborhood. They came here to show their support and say thank you. It's just tragic and sad. I mean, he should have been retiring now. I'm incredibly grateful that somebody would do something like that. It's an amazing thing he did, and I'm certain he saved lives. At Congressional Cemetery, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Now 804, just one more day before a homeless encampment is cleared off federal land in McPherson Square. But now D.C. lawmakers are pushing back. They're asking the city to make a plan for the 70-plus people who live there. The plans to clear McPherson Square of unhoused people is set to move forward. The National Park Service says it agreed with a request from D.C.'s Department of Health and Human Services to move the clearing up from April 15th after learning of three deadly overdoses in the camp. The Park Service says it gave 14 days notice to those who live there, but with more than 70 encampments, it says it's challenging to remove trash and keep the area sanitary and accessible for emergency responders. In a letter to the superintendent of the Park Service, D.C. Council members Robert White and Brianne Nadeau disagreed with the decision, asking for a plan for everyone to be safely housed before the camp is closed. Megan Cloward, WTOP News. Indictments today against a Maryland woman and a Florida man accused of conspiring to destroy power stations in Baltimore. Now, Sarah Clendaniel of Catonsville and Brandon Russell of Orlando are charged with conspiring to destroy an energy facility. If convicted, they could each face up to 20 years in federal prison. Investigators say the pair met while behind bars and started discussing the plot last year. They say Clendaniel described the plan as legendary. She said the attack would completely destroy the whole city. Prosecutors say Russell is the founder of a neo-Nazi group linked to several murders and bombings and plots, both inside and outside the United States. 806. Archaeologists have made an important find along Maryland's eastern shore. It happened on land in Dorchester County, which was once part of the plantation on which American abolitionist Harriet Tubman was born. On private property, Chief Archaeologist and Chief of Culture Resources at the Maryland Department of Transportation, Dr. Julie Shablitsky, and her team spotted with ground-penetrating radar. A 20-foot by 40-foot building footprint, so we almost had an X marks a spot to start with. Then there were the artifacts, broken teacups and animal bones they told the story of. Stability of even authority, but yet we have this artifact assemblage that speaks of someone who's impoverished. The building, a home, and the items are believed to have belonged to an enslaved overseer on the plantation, and they'll tell historians more about life on the land when Harriet Tubman and her father lived there. The artifacts will be on display at the Harriet Tubman Underground Railroad Visitors Center in Dorchester County. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Ahead after traffic and weather, Donald Trump is no longer the only announced Republican candidate for the White House. I'm Nikki Haley, and I'm running for president. 
We will have analysis of the new campaign just ahead from the Hill. Stay with us for your whole drive and listen at home. Ask your smart speaker to play WTOP or use the free WTOP app. WTOP sat down with Lisa Brown Alexander, president and CEO of Nonprofit HR, to talk about nonprofit talent management in 2023. Talent acquisition will continue to be a priority. Think about your employer brand and how you show up as an employer. Monitor your reputation online. That can make or break whether or not someone will decide to join you. To watch the full interview, visit WTOP.com and search Nonprofit HR. Looking to integrate talent into your mission strategic plan? During annual strategic planning, organizations often overlook what talent is needed to meet their goals. Partner with Nonprofit HR for your organization's talent management needs. We offer HR outsourcing and project-based consulting, including strategy and advisory, retained search, total rewards, and equity, diversity, inclusion, and justice. We also offer customized trainings for your workforce. Join the many social Social impact organizations that have trusted Nonprofit HR to help them increase mission impact through their people. Visit NonprofitHR.com. It's 808. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Let's get back to Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. In the district, I-295 southbound, still working on the crash near the Naval Research Lab. There is a slowdown getting past it, but you can... Uh, get by single file there. Around the Beltway in Maryland and in Virginia, all is quiet. And traffic on 50 out to the Bay Bridge runs without delay. 270 running well between the Beltway and Interstate 70. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, also in great shape. And in Virginia, on uh, 395 from the 14th Street Bridge to the Beltway and on 95, things are running pretty well uh, for the most part. Now, southbound traffic on 95, getting a bit of a slowdown here, uh, headed just south of Fredericksburg, and past Massaponics toward Thornburg. Not sure what the issue is there. On 66, there are no delays to report in either direction, either inside or outside the Beltway. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. A Fitzway used car is best. Visit FitzMall.com today. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4, four-day forecast from Amelia Draper. A mild night tonight for mid-February with lows in the low to mid-40s. That's about 15 degrees above normal for this time of year. Some isolated showers tomorrow morning could impact that commute, but most of the day will be dry with increasing sunshine and breezy winds. Most importantly, a high tomorrow of about 70 degrees, so we're warmer than today as we look to Thursday, another mild day with highs in the 60s to near 70, and rain is looking likely on Thursday. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Amelia Draper. Hyattsville 51, Fredericksburg 48, and Foggy Bottom 51 degrees. Some parts of our area down to the low 40s late tonight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. Now 810 on WTOP. It is campaign 2024 here on WTOP with former South Carolina governor and ambassador to the United Nations Nikki Haley unveiling her presidential campaign today, becoming the first challenger to former President Trump in the Republican primary. Even on our worst day, we are blessed to live in America. I was born and raised in South Carolina. So I have seen the very best of our country. That is part of Haley's campaign announcement video. She may be the only woman in the field, although that is not guaranteed. Let's take you live tonight to Niall Stanage, White House columnist for The Hill. So nice to hear from you uh, tonight, Niall. Tell us how significant this Haley campaign is and what it could mean. 
It's very significant for a couple of reasons. I mean, one is that clearly she is presenting not just an alternative name to former President Trump, but an alternative direction for the party. Now, she's not a never-Trump figure by any stretch of the imagination. She was UN ambassador during his presidency, but clearly trying to position herself to expand the appeal of the Republican Party to suggest that she can reach voters in the centre ground whom former President Trump cannot. Along with the video Haley tweeted, time for a new generation. Is that interpreted as a shot across the bow at her old boss, Trump? I think it is. I mean, I think it is not just a matter of age, although she's approximately a quarter century younger than him. I think it is an attempt to say that the GOP needs to move on and also needs to embrace a change in America. Now, that is a different appeal, it seems to me, from former President Trump, who harkens back, after all, in his most famous slogan, to making America great again, as it was in the past, as he sees it. So I was watching uh, an interview with uh, uh, John Bolton, of course, uh, who used to be part of the Trump administration. He says he knows chaos when he sees it, and that's what he's expecting in the new, uh, the new Trump campaign. And he said that in his book, he was quoting Mike Pompeo. I'm throwing a lot of names out here, but quoting Mike Pompeo as saying, Nikki Haley is light as a feather. And all night and all day today, <laughs> I've been trying to interpret what Pompeo might have meant by that. Well, it's funny you should mention that. I actually interviewed Mike Pompeo yesterday for The Hill and asked him about Nikki Haley. To make a long story short, his view is that she quit as United Nations ambassador whenever the first Trump term was less than half done, when there was a lot of work to do. He feels that she essentially was just burnishing her reputation rather than really committing herself to the work at hand. Of course, Mr. Pompeo is himself a potential candidate and might well be uh, resentful of any attention coming uh, former Ambassador Haley's way. Looking at the polls, though, whether you're talking about Pompeo or Mike Pence or Nikki Haley, they all have these tiny little wedges of the pie compared to Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis. Yes, absolutely. And that's a really important point. I think that speaks to the idea that conservative populism, as personified most famously by the former president, but also Governor DeSantis, is the dominant strand in the Republican Party right now. For so long, we have become accustomed to talking about the establishment of the Republican Party. But the old establishment really has been overrun in the past few years by the populist insurgents. And I think that's reflected in the poll ratings that you're talking about. Finally, the campaign launch video today with Nikki Haley, uh, I think can be interpreted as largely positive. Uh, Is that what we can expect from Haley, uh, perhaps trying to avoid some of the combative language we saw recently with the State of the Union rebuttal uh, from uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders? I think that's very much the case, and it's an astute point that you make. It seems to me that... um, Nikki Haley is trying to present a more optimistic, sunny face rather than these visions of American carnage, as uh, former President Trump famously said in his inaugural. Um, uh, You know, Trump hues to a much darker view of the country, as does Sarah Huckabee Sanders, as does Ron DeSantis. Nikki Haley really trying to present herself as the more optimistic, hopeful candidate in that regard. We will be watching it all, and thank you very much for, for joining in, and we hope to hear from you again soon. Thank you. Niall Stanage there with The Hill, White House columnist, as we look at the Nikki Haley candidacy, only the second Republican candidate to jump in next to Donald Trump. Straight ahead here on WTOP, how are the Caps doing without their captain tonight? Hi, I'm Rich Moresco, president of Ryko Kitchen and Bath. 
At RICO, we understand the fears of remodeling. That's why we expertly guide you through the process to create the kitchen or bathroom of your dreams. With trusted brands like Merillat, RICO has provided excellence in design, products, installation, and world-class service from start to finish for over 70 years. Your vision, our expertise. It's time to love your space again. Visit one of our 23 RICO kitchen and bath showrooms today or request an appointment online at reico.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 815, Rob Woodfork is here, and our regular listeners know that it only uh, happens in terms of scoring in a Caps game when you walk into the studio. As soon as I walk into the studio, as soon as I walk in, what did Carolina do? Another (laughs) score. Uh, The Hurricanes now leading the Capitals 2-1 to as we are early in the second period. Uh, they uh, go ahead after the Capitals got uh, the equalizer from T.J. Oshie about a minute uh, before first intermission, his 11th goal of the season. That after Brent Burns scored his 11th goal of the season for Carolina. The Ovechkin-less Capitals 0-for-1 on the power play so far. And uh, even though the shot's advantage is in the Caps' favor, they are trailing on the uh, more important aspect of the scoreboard now 2-1. to one. Georgetown's losing skid looks like it's about to go up to uh, six games in a row now as they just win finals. Seton Hall, a 76-68 winner over the Hoyas. Uh, it turns out uh, 16 turnovers and six for 25 three-point shooting. Just a little too much to overcome uh, for Georgetown as they've now lost 15 of their 16 conference games this season. The uh, Wizards getting some reinforcements when they tip off in Portland at 10 tonight. Kyle Kuzma making his return to the lineup after a four-game absence. Plenty of NFL news today. The Commanders announced they interviewed former Ravens offensive coordinator Greg Roman for the same position here in Washington. That would be convenient for him. The moving costs wouldn't be so bad from Baltimore down to Washington. Uh, along those same lines, Jonathan Gannon could have just stayed in Arizona after the Super Bowl. The Philadelphia Eagles defensive coordinator hired as the head coach of the Cardinals and Phillies uh, OC Shane Steichen introduced as the new head coach of the Indianapolis Colts today. And that means Houston, of all places, is the only of the five vacancies to hire a minority head coach this hiring cycle. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. 817 in Ocean City is asking for offshore wind farm development to stop right away. The city's mayor and council say it's because of a series of whale deaths along the East Coast. NOAA says at least 14 whales have died on the East Coast since the 1st of December. Some are more common humpback whales. Some are sperm whales, which are endangered. The NOAA says that there is no evidence that indicates offshore wind projects are to blame for these whale deaths. Congressman Andy Harris of Maryland and Jeff Van Drew of New Jersey have also called for the projects to stop. A man whose family name was taken down at the University of Richmond's law school wants more than a century's worth of money back. Robert C. Smith says his family's endowment since the mid-19th century is worth $3.6 billion. And because his family's being denigrated, he thinks the school owes him that money. The Washington Post reports that the former T.C. Williams School of Law was named for Smith's great-great-grandfather, who owned 25 to 40 enslaved people. Smith is not pleased. He says the school caved to what he calls woke activists and calls President Kevin Hollock a carpet-bagging weasel. The school did not comment. By the way, this is not the same T.C. Williams that Alexandria City High School was originally named for. Top stories we're following for you this hour. What was the motive behind the Michigan State University shooting rampage? The latest on that investigation. Is it still more theories than answers on the shootdowns of the mystery aircraft over North America? And Ukraine may soon get a massive shipment of weapons. We'll tell you where that may come from on WTOP. 
to Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. In the district on I-295 near the Naval Research Lab, still working on the crash there. In Virginia, 95 southbound south of Fredericksburg, slow beyond Spotsylvania toward Thornburg. It was a car fire along the right side causing some delays uh, south of Spotsylvania on southbound 95. 66, that runs without delay. And uh, traffic continues to run well around the Beltway, both in Maryland and in Virginia. 50 out to the Bay Bridge is good. Also in Maryland, 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway without delay between the Beltways. And 270 is also pretty quiet. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's four-day forecast with Amelia Draper. Cloudy skies out there tonight as a storm system approaches the area. But we're dry tonight with lows in the low to mid-40s. Tomorrow, a few spotty showers tomorrow morning, but warmer than today with Highs around 70. We'll have increasing sunshine throughout the day. A really nice afternoon with breezy winds. On Thursday, rain is looking likely moving in during the late morning and midday hours and continuing into the afternoon and evening hours with some pockets of more moderate to heavy rain looking likely. We're still mild on Thursday with highs near 70 and gusty winds. Gusty winds on Friday with some morning showers and then increasing sunshine. We'll have highs Friday morning around 60 By the afternoon hours, temperatures fall into the 50s. A cold start Saturday morning, temperatures in the 20s and 30s, and we warm to near 50. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Stimulus Raper. And right now at the wharf in D.C., 51, National Harbor, 51, Sterling, 53 degrees. We're headed down to the 40s, and we're brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, say 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Still ahead here on WTOP, the data center debate, especially in Northern Virginia. What's the latest on that? Stay with us. You know, I've been walking around the house today, and I guess I just never really noticed how many things Dad personally built with his own hands. The moldings, the cabinets, they don't make them like this anymore. I just can't bring myself to imagine taking him out of this house. But you know, since this fall, he's really unsteady on his feet, and I'm afraid he could hurt himself. And it's just really too much for Mom to handle alone. And with us both living so far away, it's becoming impossible to be here for them. Friends told me about the great experience they've had with Warm and Home Care, so maybe they can help us too. With Warm and Home Care, your loved one can stay safe and happy in their own home, while a caregiver provides essential services, personal hygiene, medication reminders, light housekeeping, and more. Family-owned and operated, the Warman family has spent over 30 years providing happiness at home to families like yours. Learn more about the Warman difference at warmanhomecare.com. That's W-A-R-M-A-N homecare.com. Warman Home Care. Happiness at home. 821. It's the Bray and Scarf President's Day Sale and Maryland Sales Tax Holiday with once-a-year appliance savings you won't want to miss. Pay no Maryland sales tax on select Energy Star appliances combined with President's Day savings in-store and online. Get a doorbuster deal on one of our best-selling Maytag pairs, a 5.2 cubic foot Energy Star smart top load washer with matching dryer, both with extra power button, starting at $849 each. Save $600 on the pair, plus no sales tax, and save up to $2,000 on select KitchenAid packages. The Maryland sales tax holiday only happens once a year, so don't wait. If you're even considering new appliances in 2023, the time to buy is now. Shop local and save at the Bray and Scarf President's Day Sale and Maryland sales tax holiday. Visit any of Bray and Scarf's convenient locations or shop online at BrayandScarf.com, where it doesn't cost more to get more. This is WTOP News. 
822, a bill to study the environmental impact of Virginia's booming data center system has died in the General Assembly. Inside Nova reports a subcommittee of the House Rules Committee voted 3-2 to two to kill that legislation. It would have directed the Virginia Department of Energy to study the impacts of data center development on the economy, energy resources, and the environment. The bill was the last of five measures related to the industry that were introduced by a couple of Democratic state lawmakers from Northern Virginia. Three of them specifically sought to block the controversial PW Digital Gateway Project, which is a proposed 27.6 million square feet data center complex in western Prince William County. Should Maryland's Attorney General have more independent power to prosecute police officers? It was the question before Maryland lawmakers today who have been discussing a bill to increase the AG's authority over law enforcement by letting that person press charges. Right now, the Attorney General is already required to investigate when someone is injured or dies at the hands of police, but it's still up to local prosecutors to decide whether charges come into play. A Manassas man is under arrest accused of stabbing his mother to death. When Prince William County Police got to the Regency Apartments on Shallow Creek Loop, they found the woman outside. She'd been stabbed in the neck. Police say they learned the person who did it was her son. A witness saw him walking along train tracks near Bristow Road. When officers first approached, he ignored them and kept walking. He finally stopped and was taken into custody. Darian Hunter Wilds is charged with murder and stabbing during a felony in the death of his mother, Jennifer Nicole Marshall. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Maryland's governor has plans for young people who want to explore service and get job training. And a nonprofit that's focused on preserving Maryland's history is eager to get involved. Governor Westmore included his year of service plan in his state of the state address. It will create a service year option for high school graduates to have, give them an opportunity to serve this state. Nicholas Redding with Preservation Maryland sees a direct link between the service year and his organization's efforts in its campaign for historic trades, including jobs like carpentry, restoration masonry, historic roofing. Redding says those jobs can pay in the six figures. A hearing on the governor's Serve Act legislation is scheduled for next week. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Money News 25 and 55 with Joan Doniger. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. What does inflation have to do with the price of eggs? Everything. A dozen eggs now costs more than a pound of ground chuck. The price of a carton of eggs hit a record last month, $4.82, while a pound of ground chuck fell to $4.64. A global bird flu that's decimated poultry is behind that increase, but the cost of housing and gasoline helped drive the biggest month-to-month increase in inflation in three months in January, a half percent. And while several Federal Reserve officials said interest rates will have to go higher longer, one, Philadelphia's Patrick Harker said the Fed may be close to its peak, and that sent the Nasdaq at least about a half percent higher, up 68 points. The Dow and S&P's losses ranged from the flat line to about a half percent. The Dow down 157, the S&P won. And a former top executive at Beyond Meat has now pleaded guilty to charges stemming from an episode in which he was accused of biting a man's nose. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Joan Doniger on WTOP. Let's uh, quickly take a look at the Asian markets tonight, and they remain mixed. Australia is down 1%, South Korea's Kospi down 1%, Tokyo stocks just a little bit higher. The search for a motive goes on tonight in the deadly Michigan State University shooting spree. We'll hear from a professor in East Lansing about how the community is coping and trying to start healing. 
Say 26. Why buy a boring new car when you can have an amazing certified pre-owned luxury car from Select Auto Imports? Select is a five-star dealer that has been in the D.C. area for more than 30 years. Customers know that the BMWs, Mercedes, and Maseratis at Select feel like they are brand new. Drive your dream car with no payments for three months. And for a limited time, all premium vehicles are up